This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Match. Because obviously we're starting Kelsey and Evan Ingram. Let's talk about the Colts and the Houston Texans. Another game, I thank God, for Red Zone every day. Adam, let's talk about your Anthony Richardson, though. He had a really good week. I have as a QB9 this week. Now, Houston is so weird with Houston. They actually destroy quarterbacks from a fantasy perspective. They did it against Lamar Jackson last week. They were third least in fantasy points allowed the quarterback last year. Like, it's just, it feels like it's always skewed because they're so bad against running backs, but yet they still manage to give you these disappointing performances. So, is Anthony Richardson your top 10 this week? Yeah, I would say so. I think he showed me, uh, and Steichen showed me, uh, a lot of what I was concerned about is not necessarily as big of a deal as I would have previously guessed. There's still definitely question marks around Anthony Richardson and his ability to process. Um, But my by far largest concern, he was abysmal at Florida at throwing the underneath pass, and he did a pretty good job of it uh, this past week at at checking it down and recognizing, you know, a just get the ball out. Um, he did a great job of that. He did a great job of putting his receivers in positions to just make the plays themselves. He doesn't need to make it. Um, so, so I was definitely impressed. Uh, there are things that could be exploited. Uh, they ran a lot of pistol. They ran a lot of it to the right side specifically. A lot of that was just to keep things simple for Richardson. I think he'll grow out of it. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I, I think he's a top 10 option. Uh, he ran really strong. Uh, and he had a good game despite not going deep, and that's like the one thing that we thought he could actually do at an NFL level. Yeah, I'll say this. I'll just throw Michael Pittman in here now. Uh, The one thing that made me happy was that between him and Shane Sykin, I actually believe they can get the ball to at least their one option. <laughs> and Michael Pittman, they showed that. He's good enough for that. And Sykin's good enough to get him featured. So that at least made me happy where Michael Pittman is actually a top 24 receiver for me this week against Houston because of that. There's only one other option to go to. Uh, AS came back, said so he was also offered Eckler for Cooper, Mari Cooper, and Cooper Cup. I would not do that deal uh not for those not i would not give up i would not give up those two receivers for austin eckler i also ads just to answer your earlier question i would not do the trade it doesn't help you majorly chris does like godwin so if you like godwin that much more maybe you do it but it doesn't help you majorly enough uh and when you have i can't pronounce that yobu yoki yaki i don't even know i'm getting andrews and alexander madison for waddle and gibson do i accept uh, yes, 100%. You pulled the trigger. You get the you get the tight end, who's top two tight end. You get a good running back, some improvement over Gibson. I do love Waddle, but I'm going to take that advantage of tight end. Does anybody disagree with that? That's tough. That's a tough yeah, one. Not, I'm not looking to trade John for John Waddle right there. That's a tough one. I'd have to I see, see the like rest of the roster more. probably, but yeah, it's a t- that's a hard call. But but your your point. If Andrews is playing again, he gives you an advantage at at the position that Waddle and Gibson don't necessarily give you at the position. So, yeah, depending ten, on the rest of your move. roster. 
Tend to look there. Uh, Pierce will be a low-end RB2 this week against the Colts, who can't stop anybody. Zach Moss. This is another one where I think the ECR is going to catch up with the news getting updated. It looks like he's mm-hmm. going to play. Deion Jackson was freaking terrible. So I actually have Zach Moss's RB38 just outside my flex territory. I literally cannot physically force myself to put Zach Moss in my top 36. I just, uh, uh, I just can't. I know it's Houston. I can't do it. Chris, what do you think? Help me out here. Am I being too harsh? No, no, I'm with you 100%. Look, it's Houston, but look what the Ravens actually did versus the running running attack last week. They didn't run the ball specifically well. They scored touchdowns with the running backs. That's why the numbers look so skewed against the Houston team because they had three rushing touchdowns. I think that's what you're going to be banking on. You're not going to get a lot of yards per carry. You're not going to get a lot of big plays. So I'm with you, Dan. I think Zach Moss isn't anything special. And when Brandon Smith's banged up right now, Quentin Nelson's banged up right now, if those guys are going to be out, this Colts offense did not look good to me. I, I know Adams were highest guy and excited, but you know, Richardson had 40 yards rushing. They committed to running the ball. He had 40. Jackson had, what, 18? And that's all you could do running the ball. I'm not excited about any kind of running the backs in this backfield right now at all. It was not Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I tend to be with you. Just get back to our previous question. He said it's for a wide receiver, tight end flex spot. In that case, no, I would not do the deal. I would hang on to Jalen Waddle, much higher upside on a week-to-week basis. That changes everything. Uh, let's uh, get a quick note on Tank Dell. Noah Brown did go to the IR today. That should lead to more snaps. Tank Dell is on my waiver wire radar. I'm not playing Dalton Schultz or Kylan Granson this week. Schultz actually has an injury. Didn't see exactly what it was. We'll have to keep our eye on that. This game is Colts uh, minus, yes, Colts minus one, and the over under at 39 and a half. Colts, resident Colts fan, do you have a do you have a preference here? A pick here? I do think the Colts should win win this. They look to me a lot better than the Texans. Uh, that's not saying much positive about the Colts. I think that's saying a lot more negative about how I feel about the Texans. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily bet on it, but I, I, I do think that they should be the, the favorite team here. This this game, was, 39 could game. easily go under. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're on 39 and a half. We're on the under. That's already given. Chris, what are you going to say? I said this game's gonna go over time. Can't you just feel it? I'm trying to remember who the Colts played last year, where it took them like four overtimes to win, like what was it six to three or something? I think was it, it was. the Bronco game. Uh, I, I can't remember what game it was. It was, but it was a horrible, horrible. It was week two or three for the Colts, and it was like, why is this even football? But it was like four quarters after <laughs> the overtime, and they were still like excited for Matt Ryan to get the 200 yard passing finally. Like, yes, Matt Ryan gets 200 yards passing. Look what the offense did. And I feel like this screams that kind of game. I feel like it just screams that kind of game. God, I hope not. For you, Adam, I am going to lock the Colts in at minus one, though. Let's go to our 